0: Welcome to the show. After the show, my name is Amadeus. With me is Eden Kendall. Together, we are your hometown morning show on 99.9 Gator Country in Jacksonville, Florida, home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This
1: is why we are so excited. This Saturday night, as of the recording of this episode, we, our Jaguars, are taking on the Tennessee Titans, who we hate. They are the villain. It is the Titans. We have many
0: enemies. We have a lot of enemies, but but we we just love to hate the Titans. Yeah, this week it's the Titans.
1: And this is for the AFC South title, so we will go to playoffs if we win this game. Now, imagine our surprise and delight when a couple of weeks ago we're watching the game and we see on the jumbo over everybody's head the star of CBS's Ghosts, Asher Grodman, who plays the ghost Trevor, giving the big Duval... That was so exciting because we love that show.
0: That's one of our absolute top five shows right now currently running, maybe even top three. It's phenomenal. And
1: he's like my favorite ghost.
0: He's your favorite ghost? He is. Don't tell him, but he's not my absolute favorite. Who's your
1: absolute favorite? I
0: love Thor. And what's Uh, going on with Thor and Bjorn uh, right now, I love. Okay.
1: Well, don't give anything away, though, either, because I haven't tuned into last night's episode yet. I was out. So, uh, but, but anyway,
0: are, yeah, Trevor's one of my top three favorite ghosts for sure.
1: But Asher Grodman, who plays Trevor, is a lifetime, as in the life of the Jaguars fan since '95, and we'll let him explain why. Even though he has done it many times now, mm-hmm. he's been back here twice to, for my knowledge, I don't know if it was more than that, to watch games. He's traveled to playoff games. And he's been doing this for years and years and
0: years. While we're waiting for um, for Trevor to give us a call, what's some other of your favorite characters from Ghosts?
1: Okay, well, of course, you know Ashley's character Trevor, who wears no pants. Um, I love, I, I, just love all of them. I love Alberta. I love Isaac's whole, you know, arc was great. Yeah, you this know who I Using the lingo arc,
0: I love Pete because he's like the moral yeah. compass of the show, and I, I like that about him. I like Alberta because to me, she's like the devil. Yeah, I mean she's she's like the one that's always like that, like Peach the angel on your shoulder, yes, I and see. Alberta's like the devil on your shoulder. And I
1: like Hetty because she started out so pure, and mm-hmm. like she's starting to learn the worldly ways, and she's kind of down with that.
0: I like Flower; she represents kind of the big bird character. This this like uh-huh. like this kid, big kid, walking around, everything's new, and she loves to discover things. Just so many great characters.
1: Yeah. But none of them are fans of our Jacksonville Jaguars, or at least we don't know who the actors who play those roles love. So
0: without further ado.
1: So without further ado, please welcome Asher Grodman.
0: Hey guys, how you doing? We're doing great.
2: We love that you love our Jaguars. They're my Jaguars. I've had them since the beginning. So I'm glad you love my Jaguars.
0: Hey, we've had them since the beginning. As a matter of fact, we were working on a morning show at the time that helped name the Jaguars.
2: Oh, then they might be your Jaguars. No,
0: they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're everyone's all
2: Jaguars. I have
1: a question for you right That's off right. the bat, Asher. If you sure. were to say this statement to 12 year old Asher Godman, which part of it would he get most excited about? Oh, hey, Asher. One day you're going to be on a major hit television show that airs on CBS that is loved by millions. And one day you are going to give the do-ball on the jumbo at TIAA Bank for the Jags. Which, of, which part of that oh, sentence God. would have gotten 12-year-old Asher Godman most excited?
2: Ah, uh, that's, that's a very hard question. I think, um, Wow. Uh, I mean, the job would be great. The yeah. job would uh, would definitely help, but the other one's a, a, a close second. Though so I will say, if you were to ask me if it was the job or being there watching the Jaguars win the Super Bowl, well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's an even harder question. Did twelve-year-old uh, Asher going to happen?
0: Did twelve-year-old uh, Asher know that he, you wanted to be an actor? Was that your goal, like even that early in life?
2: Um, y- no, not at 12. I was, I was, um, I like, I had a bar mitzvah, which was kind of like my first time when I was 13, which was like my first time up in front of people. I was like a really shy kid. And I think that was probably the beginning of even contemplating, um, something that would be like performance oriented. But it, it probably wasn't until like I was, um, I guess 14 or 15. I remember I, I, uh, <laughs> I had this big crush on a on a girl in my seventh grade class, and I um, this is an embarrassing story, but it, it's kind of, I think where it all kind of started. And I was in the school jazz band, and and then uh, and I and I was very bad. Uh, <laughs> and then in one fell swoop, everyone graduated, and there was no one left in the school jazz band. So I had to start doing things. And we were going to do um, Brown Eyed Girl. And I was supposed to sing it, and I got up in front of the whole school and changed the words to Hazel Eyed Girl for her. Oh, Aww. my goodness. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, she was mortified. But I think that was the first time where I was like, oh, there's something like, um, there's, there's like a connection thing that happens in this, like being part of a community. And I, and I think uh, um, having like imaginative stuff and uh, bring people together, I think, was kind of the core. Um, that got me into it.
1: One more question for the 12-year-old Asher, and then we're going to move on to Great. today, I promise. So Great. what if you had said to 12-year-old Asher, the character you play on this mega show will never <laughs> wear pants? How would, how, uh, how would you have responded to that?
2: I think he would have been a little afraid, yeah. 12-year-old Asher. I think he would have been. Yeah, that would have, that would have uh, uh, scared him a little bit, for sure. Uh, <laughs> also, I think when you say that, you... You definitely don't think it's going to be a when you say, you know, I I spend my my life uh, half naked on television. You definitely don't think it's going to be on CBS. Right. (laughs) That's Um, true. So I think for many reasons, 12 year old Asher would be very afraid.
1: So um, one of the one of the questions that we're going to ask you is one that you have been asked many times. I mean, I could probably repeat your story back to you, but we know our listeners want to hear you say it. Why is this boy from New York? A lifelong oh, yeah. Jaguar fan. <laughs>
2: um, I love that this is like this. This is this story has has reached um, or it is often the ether. Um, so I I grew up um, in very rural uh, New Jersey, and um, my my dad is a lifelong Detroit Lions fan. And I'm assuming everyone who's listening knows this, but um, in case you don't, all you have to know is that in the last 70 years, I think the Lions have one one playoff game Mm -hmm. uh and so we were getting at the age where we were you know in school and i think my mom was concerned that we weren't going to have friends or we already didn't have friends (laughs) and so she went to my dad and was like please don't do this to your children it's another thing that's (laughs) going (laughs) to isolate them and make their lives horrible they're just going to suffer alongside you um let them be a fan of any other team but the lions um and uh, and that year was 1995, and I remember him like sitting us down, my brother and I, and being like, "Listen, I think you guys should pick your own team." <laughs> and uh, and the Jaguars uh, had just been unveiled, thanks mm-hmm. to you guys, it seems.
1: Yes, uh, we'll take park. all the credit.
2: Yeah, and the logo and the colors. Mm. It was I thought it was the it was the best uniform in the league. Uh, I'm hoping that we get those uniforms back because mm. I want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, for for an 8-year-old, I mean, that's everything for you is what does the team look like? Does it look cool? Is it something you want to root for and, and wear all the time? So I was hooked, and then immediately within one season of being a fan, I had experienced things that my dad had never experienced in his lifetime uh, with that playoff run.
0: Asher, when I was about that age, um, at my church, they gave us comic books, and one of them was of the Dallas Cowboys coach being, you know, very – religious and biblical and 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 i became a cowboys fan because of that we didn't have the jaguars here when i was a kid Uh, so i kind of leaned into the jaguars even though i'm from originally from georgia i was not a falcons fan so i leaned into the jaguars i mean i'm sorry the cowboys for most of my life until we got the jaguars you gotta have a team. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have a team.
2: And gotta have a team.
0: And I love that scene. I can picture that scene like a movie of this father <laughs> sitting his two sons down. Yeah. it's like a scene out of Christmas Story. Now you gotta pick your own team.
2: It is. It and I and we have, we were always decked out in lion stuff, and we watched Barry Sanders. And Thanksgiving was a big holiday for us. And then and then that like turning point came where we all branched branched off and went our separate directions. And then it was like instead of all being in one room you know, yelling at the television, we all went to separate rooms and yelled at different televisions. Uh, so you kind of knew you, you knew who was doing well based on the sounds uh, emanating from different parts of the house. Um, but, That's yeah, and I think also I, I, I had an interview recently, and, and someone, uh, Mike Duraco, um, was like, how, how have you, through all of the years, um, uh, stuck with them? And 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 I started thinking about it. And I was like, I think there's because as an actor, you spend a lot of time unemployed. Mm. <laughs> and um, I was basically unemployed for like two decades. And I think that I found some camaraderie with the Jaguars during those dark years. I was like, yes. well, you know what? They're having they're having a rough patch too. We're gonna we're gonna make it out of this, this forest together somehow. <laughs> and uh, and now the you know and now we're we're um, enjoying the fruits of our labor. Oh, let's put it that way.
1: Got to ask you this Asher, did you ever watch The Good Place when that show was on? Sure. So, oh, that yeah. was like the first time that we in Jacksonville could experience like seeing a Jaguar fan mm. on TV. <laughs> I mean, I mean that I mean obviously Trevor, your character Trevor, we don't mm-hmm. get to hear about it, but I mean, I do by the way, as a Jewish woman love all any reference to Hanukkah and Bar Mitzvah and anything on
2: a show. Oh, amazing. So, Great. but, but
1: I got to say that that was the first time, and it wasn't particularly positive, although we leaned into it. We totally yeah. loved it.
2: I love that. So I love that you guys – I love that they did. I know that they had him – I forget his name. He was really good. Um, uh, Manny Jacinto.
1: Um, Jacinto? Manny,
2: yes, that's right. Manny, yeah. Um, I know they had him down for some games. I mean, that was a lot of fun, but the the most joyful part of that whole experience, because that, that's the kind of show, and a buddy of mine, Brandon, who's um, – on Ghost with Me was in uh, the fourth season of that show. Um, And, you know, they kind of had their show Bible written, right? That, That show, there's a lot of forethought that goes into that and the way they would have twists and turns at the end of each season. So then when suddenly they got to, I believe it was season three... And the Jaguars were good.
1: 2017. You know that they had
2: 2017. Yeah, you know that they, in the writer's room were like, okay, wait, we have to, now we have to deal with this somehow. Yeah. Uh, and so when that joke happens where he's like, do the Jaguars ever win this or Super Bowl or whatever it was? And, uh, <laughs> and they have to, well, actually, they came close. Yeah. Um, you know, every, I think every Jaguars fan, that was a highlight of network television for us. Absolutely. That, that was amazing Absolutely.
1: when Maya Rudolph is trying to tell them, you screwed everything up on earth. Blake Bortles is winning.
2: Oh, yes, yes, that's what it was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, yes.
1: Do you ever see, and we saw that um, one of our Jags players, but I didn't know this at all until I saw your video where he's directing some episodes and he wore the yeah. Jaguar jersey, like, Mm -hmm. between the two of you is there any are we ever going to hear about the jags in the i mean i can't imagine i don't know when in the 90s we lost trevor i don't have a timeline in front of me
2: (laughs) trevor trevor died i believe in 2001 uh Mm -hmm. i'm almost certain uh so he would have known about the jaguars but the problem with we we had a football discussion about um trevor uh on the show and And uh, originally they had written Trevor as a Jets fan. And I was like, he can't be a Jets fan. That doesn't make any sense. And I I knew I couldn't. I mean, as much as I would love to make him a Jaguars fan, I don't think the writers would. uh, they would They would have stopped me on that. But what I did say to them was, he can't be a Jets fan because if you're from New York, you know that all the Jets fans are alcoholics.
1: Yeah. All the Giants
2: fans <laughs> are drug addicts.
1: Right, right, right. So
2: you have to – he had to be a Giants fan. And even though I hate the Giants, I have to put up with it um, for, for Trevor's sake because I don't think – he would have been too much of an insider to be a Jaguars fan. Right. Uh, though I'm, su- I'm sure he would love uh, the beach scene down there. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. And it was fun, great of a Matt Cherry on because, obviously, he would got stories and um, – uh, from, you know, the stuff that I grew up watching. Uh, and he's a lot of fun. He's a really talented dude. I hope we get him back a bunch.
1: That is, that is exciting. And we learned a little bit about that because we didn't know his background either. Were you at the uh, Jags-Jets game last Christmas time? Last year, any chance?
2: Last year. No, I wasn't last year. I was there this year.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I was just wondering because I was there. I was like, I think I saw you. Just oh. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So can we, can we just get a little bit of, like, what is a day in the life of... Asher Grodman, like, for example, today, what's on tap?
2: Oh, what's on tap? Well, today is a fairly Jaguars-centric day because I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm getting on a plane, and I'm going down to Jacksonville because we got a big game tomorrow yeah. night. I'm not going to miss it. Uh, I, was, I was a little nervous because we are on our little holiday break from shooting the show. And um, and we start up again on Monday, and I was like, this game is scheduled for Sunday night. There's no way I can oh. get back up. We shoot in Montreal. There's no way that I can get back up to Montreal by Monday morning. Yeah. So lucky for me that it's Saturday night, so I get to be there. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm flying. I'm flying to you guys.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because um, for anyone listening to our podcast, this might be after the game we're recording this on friday the 6th and
1: it will air on the radio, on the radio show, show yeah. on monday The podcast will run all weekend but the radio show is uh, monday so, so it's yeah. possible that we Well,
2: so let me say right yes. now that congratulations we won we beat the titans <laughs> by two scores we're going to the playoffs and we're going to beat the and, and i'm going to make a guarantee here that we are going to have the chargers at home and we're going to beat them
0: all right joe namath Let's do I guarantee.
2: it. Listen, let me tell you something. After I was down there for the Ravens game, and what I, when I, what I saw at the end of the Ravens game, putting that together with the Raiders game, I, I guaranteed then that we were going to win the division because the Titans had already slowly started imploding, um, and we were getting hot. And, uh, and so we were 4-7 and seven when I said it. I believe it was the same time that Tony Buscelli said, or around that on his podcast, he said that we're going to make it, uh, that we would sweep the Titans. Um, and I was right. And I'm not always right, but on this one, I was right. Uh, I guarantee that we were going to win this one and we're going to win next week. After that, we'll, we'll see where we have to go.
0: A few weeks ago, you know Frank Frangi. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, I heard Frank saying on his show that he's, like, done the math. And I don't do math, but he said he's done the math. And he goes, <laughs> he, he never goes, does math. I, I never <laughs> do math. But he was like, he was like, never. He's, like we, he's like, we could and will win the Super Bowl if we just went out. He's like, there's no other scenario. Wait,
1: isn't that always the case? I, of course, of course it is. But,
0: <laughs> but, but I mean, but I mean, you know how it sometimes it's like, That's if so if funny. this team does this or if this team does that, we we got to this point where it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else does. If we keep winning, nothing else can stop us from getting there and winning the Super Bowl. And okay. I I have a feeling about this year.
2: Well, I I have I have the same feeling. And here, here's do? what I will say. Um, and this was a part of the reason why I was. Uh, I was so bullish and so confident, why I am so bullish and so confident, um, is that we've been playing playoff games for a month. Mm -hmm. Like, if we had lost any of these, our odds of of anything were so diminished. And I had a feeling we were going to lose to the Lions. That was the one that I was like, I think we're going to drop this one. It it was just because of the way they're built, and, and we had to be on a high and come down from it to understand you know, consistency and, and stuff like that. Obviously, here's a guy who hasn't played football since high school talking about, like, I, I know something. Um, but uh, that was my sense of it from the outside. Um, but I think that we are, we are in playoff mode right now. And the question is, how much can momentum carry you?
1: I think that's a really valid point about yeah. the losing the game because you don't want that one loss that you learn from to be any other time than when it was. I mean we had enough, yeah, yeah. Enlo- enough losses. True. But I'm saying when we started getting to where we thought we could win them all, this has been wonderful. We don't want to keep you forever and ever and ever. we do want to, but we know we can't. So we were we are going to set <laughs> this you is free. So much
2: fun for me.
0: Well, oh,
1: thank you. Eden
0: and I will be at the game as well on Saturday night and we will all be amazing. We will all be, you know, screaming our heads off together. We'll be that I love it. That, you know, that that, that one extra little bit of of oomph that they need, and I'm so excited about what, what's going to happen here Sunday.
2: Me too. I cannot wait. I, I have to also say, you guys have great names, even in oh. Amadeus. Oh, oh thanks. Fantastic.
1: And Thank I actually you.
2: did, um, there's a play, Amadeus, you probably are, or it's a movie as well. Yeah. Uh, that You're probably well familiar with, which is one of the most fun things I've ever done. So I have a, I have an affinity with your name. Oh, wait, you did you were, the play? You were in Amadeus? I was Amadeus. Are Amadeus. you wait? Are you kidding me? No, I did it in, in L.A. when I was living there, it was probably like six, seven years ago. That
0: is amazing. I love that. I actually took the name from Amadeus because of I thought it was such a cool name when that song Rock Me uh, Amadeus came out, and then I got into oh, radio yeah. a few years later, and I'm like, I like that name. I think people will remember it, and so I chose it as my radio name.
1: I'd Great like name. to say that I was born with mine, but I was. <laughs>
0: All right, Asher, don't also tell a great name. don't tell anyone. I was born with the name Mark, but
2: it just doesn't leave a, a mark like Amadeus does. Well, my dad's name is Mark, so I I, I feel you. I hear That's you. It's a nice, <laughs> it's a
1: nice name for a man. There's name. nothing wrong great with name. that name. But you there's nothing wrong with Amadeus absolutely. either. Not a damn thing. All right, so so we're gonna like I promised a second ago, set you free.
2: <laughs> and, and
1: if uh, if you know, wishing you safe travels. And if Thank we you. are. Avail- uh, op- okay. If the opportunity arises that we need to talk playoffs, we will reach back mm. out and hope to get lucky again and talk to you.
2: Oh, please do absolutely. Yeah, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm going to the the Bold City Brigade um, tailgate. Let's get this whole city out there uh, and and pull for our Jags. This is so cool to yeah, hear.
1: from
0: someone in LA. This is so like, it just <laughs> cool. doesn't
1: happen. It just doesn't happen. This is fantastic.
2: My guys, my whole life been with these guys. I love them. Love it.
1: We love you. And anybody listening who has never checked out Ghosts, I just told our program director the other day. I was like, "You're looking for something to watch? Binge Ghosts." I tell you, when you guys were on a hiatus, I loved the show so much that when you were on hiatus, I went back and just binged all the BBC versions. Which you must have watched it. You must have watched a few. Before you started, or did you not? I've
2: seen, i no, I've seen all of them, but I waited until we were done with season one. Very smart. I, I smart. knew, yeah. It's a brilliant concept, and I was, I was worried that I was going to get intimidated if I saw them beforehand.
1: Yeah, and obviously your character is very different, and um, the, yes. the whole first season was very close. It mirrored, the plot lines mirrored, but then from yes. there, it never did again. Yeah, we've, we've
2: certainly found our own uh, uh, path, mm-hmm. but there is some they've done some very creative stuff that I'm like, ooh, I, I want to do that. That sounds that looks like a lot of fun. Can we do that? And it's like, you know, going going to your parents and saying, hey, the British family over there gets to play with this. Can we play with that? <laughs> um, That's so usually awesome. That question ensures that you will never no. be allowed to do it. Um, <laughs> So you just secretly hope.
1: Safe travels. Yeah. Going to try to track you down.
0: And if you're ever in Jacksonville on a weekday, we'd love to have you hang out with us in the studio. Oh, for sure. Yes, please.
1: Okay, Duval on three. One, two, three. Duval. 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 Safe travels. I love it. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. If I wasn't already a huge fan, I'd be a huge fan. Yeah. can't be a bigger one, though.
0: I was a I was a pretty, pretty big fan, and now I'm a much bigger fan. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool guy.
1: I'm going to look for him, too, at Bold City Brigade. We've been out there before the games before, and both my kids are adults and of age, so we are all <laughs> going to be there, because that is a party.
0: You're all in.
1: We're all in. And this has been the show after the show, all recorded on Friday before the big game. Uh, But I'm sure we had the game of a lifetime.
0: We had the time of our life.
1: All right. Have a good one, everyone.